0: This episode of TGC Podcast is brought to you by Crossway. In today's rapidly changing culture, ancient liturgical tradition is not only biblical, it's essential. In Crisis of Confidence, Carl Truman analyzes how creeds and confessions can help the Christian church navigate modern concerns, particularly around the fraught issue of identity. He contends that statements of faith promote humility, moral structure and a godly view of personhood, helping believers maintain a strong foundation amid a culture in crisis. Pick up a copy of Crisis of Confidence wherever books are sold or visit crossway.org plus to find out how you can get 30% off.
1: This episode of the Gospel Coalition podcast is sponsored by Baker Books, presenting Assured by Greg Gilbert, a book on discovering grace, letting go of guilt, and resting in your salvation. Learn more at bakerbookhouse.com. This is the Gospel Coalition Podcast, where we seek to renew the contemporary church in the ancient gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm your host, Colin Hansen. Today's podcast is a discussion with Rosaria Butterfield, Tony Morita, and Danae Pierre on how to encourage adoptive parents.
2: Rosaria, Danae, you have much to, to teach me and, and many others, I think, about uh, adoption, foster care. Can you, can you tell? begin with the, the context, uh, children you've adopted, fostered?
3: Yeah. Well, we we are blessed to have four children by adoption. We um, adopted all four out of foster care, um, although two came through a private agency, so two of our children came as infants, and then two of our children came as teenagers, so at the age of 17. And we did that twice, and you've never seen me in the Dr. Phil show, which of course means it all worked out. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it, and it And it did, because the Covenant... Is not just about healthy babies needing homes, mm. and so um, so when I tell people that I've adopted people who stand a foot taller than I do, it's, mm-hmm. it's just true. <laughs> what about yeah. you
4: tonight? Um, yeah, my oldest son is six five. Yeah, it's like, really, <laughs> so really, really hysterical, bad. and here we are, yeah. right? <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, we were able to adopt our first two children through the foster care system. Um, they were eight and five when we adopted them. Brother, biological siblings. Um, We've fostered uh, other children through foster care, and then just through maybe unofficial foster care kids in our church. Um, so we've had many come and go um, and our, but our two that, have, that we've been able to adopt. How about you? <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, so we uh, we went from zero to four. We adopted four kids from Ukraine uh, nine years ago, a, a, a biological sibling group. And then about a year later, uh, we added uh, an Ethiopian uh, to our mix, a uh, Joshua. So now we have five teenagers uh, ranging from 13 to 18. Yeah. And yeah. It has been uh, quite a ride, so.
3: Great on the food bill, too. Oh my goodness, yes, (laughs) yes, yes,
2: yes. Uh, Talk to us about what you guys have learned. Uh, People who who may watch this uh, video um, may be struggling. Uh, The struggle is real in uh, Mm -hmm. adoptive parenting and and foster Mm -hmm. care. Um, Just some encouragement that you might offer.
3: Uh, Well, first of all, I would say all hands on deck. And what I mean by that is, we have tens of thousands of children in the foster care system in the United States, and Tony, you're going to have to do the count internationally. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an enormous, uh, it, it's an enormous crisis, and it's an, an enormous opportunity for the church to show that the covenant is big and wide and capacious. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, maintaining a home-studied house can be extremely helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, safe families is a, is a, is a wonderful opportunity for people to just kind of dip in. Mm-hmm. Um, because it allows you to be homesteaded. It allows you to work collectively with other families in the church. So you might not be able to, you know, and like Tony, you might not be able to have the room for a sibling group, but you could mentor a, a, the mom in job, in job training and things mm-hmm. like that. So I would do that. But I would also say, and boy, I know this is where it's going to get a little, little dicey here. Um, single people are needed
4: mm.
3: they're needed they're absolutely needed there are so many teenagers in foster care who will not be placed in a house with a mom and a dad because there is a, is the reality of pervasive sexual abuse in the lives of so many of especially the, the 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 teenage girls in foster care so we need to think outside the box this is a this is a crisis we need to measure our boundaries against the blood of Christ, mm. not against our church tradition.
4: Amen. Yeah, we, we have some great single moms uh, mm. uh, fostering and adopting in our church. Um, I think even even thinking about that, how important it is to include your community in the process. So I think what makes adoption, what can make it really challenging is all the different things. Parenting is hard enough as it is, and it takes a village and a community to parent your children. But when you add in trauma and loss and you know, maybe some special needs. There's so much. And it's just so easy as Americans to just get really, especially when there's pain, to get really tunnel visioned and just kind of hunker down and do things on your own. And you have to invite your community in. I think people want to be part of it. They don't always know Mm -hmm. how. And sometimes you have to take the the initiative and say, hey, I really, I, I need to be vulnerable and say, I need some help and I need some support. And it's always been amazing to see how Christian community is able to come around families who are struggling. Um, I think the best advice I can give adoptive parents is don't do it by yourself. Even if you can, this is something that your church family needs. You get to kind of be, um, to give this gift to your local church to care for orphans. You happen to be the home that's taking them in, but your whole church gets to come around these children and teens. Exactly. What what, what would you say?
2: Uh, uh, Amen to what you're saying. Um, just if, if you feel in, in the adoption uh, parenting process that y- you're weak, um, I would just say you're not unusual. Mm-hmm. And uh, if, if you're considering adoption and, or foster care, um, this is an opportunity to really show off the grace of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it will be an opportunity for you to uh, learn how to pray. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It will be uh, an opportunity for you to take your wounds, the wounds that you feel, from, from these children to the wounds of Christ mm-hmm. who, who understands yeah. uh, our, our wounds and sympathizes with us mm-hmm. in our weakness. And so we have a strong Savior. Uh, mm-hmm. we, we're weak people, but we have a strong Savior. Yeah. And those are the kinds of people that God uses mm-hmm. in this process. And so um, yeah. adoption has taught me how to pray. It's taught mm-hmm. me how to. It's, it's, uh, it's made me desperate. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been the hardest thing I've ever done in my life, mm-hmm. but we wouldn't change the story right. uh, at right. all. Because children matter, right. and um, we have a short life. That's right. And if you want to make mm-hmm. your life count, here's a good way mm-hmm. to right. really make your life count: yeah. is to invest in the least of yeah. these. Right. Um, and then I just think that the deepest, most sustaining uh, truths that that you know in this journey for us have been the real, the most basic of truths mm-hmm. of of simply trusting God, yeah. trusting mm-hmm. in His sovereignty. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's remembering that our reward is in heaven Mm -hmm. Uh, i love luke 14 when when jesus says if you're going to have a party don't invite Mm -hmm. you know your rich relatives Mm -hmm. and your friends but invite the poor the crippled the lame Mm -hmm. and the blind because they cannot repay you but you will be repaid at the resurrection of Mm -hmm. the just yeah and he just he fills up ordinary hospitality with eternal mm-hmm. ramification, yeah, right? Yeah. And that 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 truth has just been great when you experience ingratitude from uh, kids, mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. you know, we adopted our kids. We mm-hmm. thought, man, they're gonna sing praise songs about us, and <laughs> uh, and so. And then we,
3: you saw the holes in the wall. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> right, <laughs> right?
2: That's right. Then you call the police, and <laughs> right, and exactly. uh, it's orphan care is warfare. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But but we do it with our eyes yeah. uh, on Jesus, yeah. and. Uh, uh, in the in the kingdom
4: yeah you know? the picture i have as you're talking is just what a gift it is to be invited to participate with the sufferings of christ mm-hmm. and that that is just some it's a real privilege to be able to step in and walk in suffering with with children that belong to god and that's probably the thing that god mm-hmm. most reminds me of is when i'm wrestling with god and praying for a kiddo who just has so much pain i don't know the future of and it, and it's overwhelming the mm-hmm. brokenness and suffering is that these are his kids? He is the father to the fatherless, mm-hmm. and he they, he he treasures them and has placed them in our care because of that. And so I think just to hold on to that truth that, right. that these are, yeah, you know, so this is God's daughter, this is God's son, mm-hmm. um, is a really powerful reminder. Mm-hmm. As you're just bringing this back to God daily.
3: May I add one more basic? Because mm-hmm. you know it's easy. It's the basic that we all forget in this yeah. in mm-hmm. this group because we've got two pastors' wives right. and a pastor. <laughs> But another basic is the crucial importance of church membership Mm. because when you are a Bible-believing member of a a covenant church, your brothers and sisters in the church, are you have the responsibility to say to them, this is how my son with autism responds. When you give direct eye contact, you, you have a, you have the family right to elbow each other a little bit and, and, and we're going to be there for mm-hmm. each other. We believe that the church is there from cradle to grave. We don't mm-hmm. believe Jesus is our imaginary friend. Mm-hmm. We believe that all the good things that we're talking about are going to come in part through the pastor and the elders and our relationship as brother and sisters. Mm-hmm. So, so show so, up we must. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we don't show up alone, and, right. and mm-hmm. part of why is because there's a lot of rejection. Right. Mm-hmm. So we are not adopting children so that we can be their savior. Mm-hmm. We are not adopting children so that we can, you know, get a good pat on the back. Right. That's not mm-hmm. why we show up. Right. Um, we very well may be rejected. Right. In fact. In fact, you know, maybe 10 years from now, we'll get together again on this panel. And right. and I hope it, it's not that way. But will we be able to say it was all worth it even if they leave us? Right. Right. Will we be? We must. Right. Well, let me answer that. Absolutely. We must be able to say that. Right. We must be able to say that we have followed Jesus through this not to gain something right. but to give.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amen. Amen.
1: You've been listening to the Gospel Coalition podcast. For more gospel-centered resources, visit thegospelcoalition.org. Support for this podcast comes from listeners like you. Learn more and join us at tgc.org slash donate.